the, all those sort of first person shooters at the time, like uh, one map was made by one person and like they made everything in the map, uh, not the textures, but like, uh, they had like a texture set to work from mm-hmm. and they made all the geometry, they did all the architecture, they did all the enemy placement, uh, they did all the detailing and everything. So it is very much an episode, you know, very much an example of like an author, you know, these these maps are authored. And with Doom, it's the same way. Like we know who specifically worked on which map as opposed to like like Nintendo where something you know everything they make is a very collaborative process and they're very secretive about who actually works on what you know um but it's an example it's an easy way to see a personal style of someone come out um and uh the most identifiable one that you can say from doom is john romero because he's kind of like a a a more well-known name from games uh he was sort of like presenting himself as like a rock star type <laughs> developer, uh, not the company rock star, but um, no, a cool guy who wore you know, a cool jeans guy and had long hair and stuff. And he had, um, I say I've met him a few times uh, because he was like very friendly with fans. And I actually talked to him on online when I was a teen, hmm. <laughs> which is bizarre, but yeah, I, I met him at like, you know, the game developers conference, but he had a, 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 a like a military grade Hummer vehicle that had the license plate said the BFG on it. <laughs> <laughs> wild um, time. That was a wild time. Yeah. And I also have his business card, which is made out of metal. Ah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> you know what? I guess he is cool after all. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. <laughs> he's, he's actually, he's actually pretty cool. He's a, he's a, <laughs> Um, but, and it's cool that this doom, this community around making doom maps has sustained itself completely through like, you know, it's been, it's like 25 years since the game came out. Um, and it's still a very active community, um, in part because of, uh, you know, uh, new tools and everything. Um, they released the source code. They made it open source, like in the late nineties, I actually wrote an article for, uh, uh, the publication Waypoint um, about this one Doom mod that I really like called Alt or ALT. Um, it's by like a, a Russian slash Ukrainian uh, modding team and it's bizarre like psychological horror. It's the most bizarre and interesting, one of the most bizarre and interesting things I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and that th- these like communities um sort of come out about because um it's this idea that like one person can reflect some sort of uh you know mood or or some personal touch via like just designing this level and that's like something that you very much used to be a part of first person shooters but really has become much less of a thing as the industry has become you know much more massive and uh, designers are very separated from like environment artists and stuff like that. Um, there's a, a bunch of different phases that go into making any environment in a game now, but um, in, in the past that was not the case at all. Um, and like oftentimes with like a game like doom and especially doom two, they played it real fast and loose. Like you can tell that it was like made by a person in like mm-hmm. a few days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. and it's still, it's still great. It's still fun. I mean like doom two, I don't like as much as doom one, but like it's still fascinating. Um, and it's weird to think about cause that game was, you know, top of the line 
technology at the time but there's so much about the game that was like that's like so half-assed um but it's what makes it fascinating and i feel like a lot of that stuff has gone away um and even in the indie games realm a lot of um a lot of what is really the trend are like roguelikes and procedurally generated stuff um the the art of level design is something that isn't necessarily uh super valued as much in like indie games so i i guess i could say it's kind of preserved in these like mapping communities um you know where people care more about specifically level and environment design and maybe most of that stuff is like you know not amazing by any means but um it's just a different sensibility and i think that's what i find fascinating it's also like the community around doom is 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 extremely unpretentious compared to like the indie game scene that i've been around so it's kind of like a even though you know both of them have problems it's kind of a nice like change of pace so talking about something like doom is just kind of like kind of like uh very familiar to me so cool cool so i i think i well i feel like you're trying to say is that we need to bring back gaming auteurs and they can fix the soul problem activision yeah. call john romero get him to design yeah. the levels <laughs> in the in diablo infinity or whatever yeah and, why uh, shouldn't uh, john romero be like a michael bay and just get infinite money poured at him to, to do a <laughs> well because he did he did and it, well, it crashed let's have another, give him another shot michael bay got more shots <laughs> it's he's, true. he's had a few <laughs> failures on his record <laughs> yeah like uh, when, when michael bay keeps getting at bats Right. Yeah, it's true. To hear the full episode, subscribe at patreon.com slash struggle session. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or strugglesession.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.